This is Gigi Sabat, and you're listening to the Walk With Me podcast. My guest today is Sharla. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much, Gigi. It's an honor to be here, and I thank you for this opportunity. Likewise, it's such an honor to have you here today. Now, why don't you start off by telling us more about you, and where are you from, Sharla? Okay, I am from Panama City, Florida, originally from Georgia, but I reared my family in Florida. I'm now in South Carolina visiting my daughter and son-in-law and my grandkids, but I'm an educator. I was a classroom teacher, a curriculum writer, developer, and then I moved into professional development right before retirement. And then when I retired, I was not ready to cut the umbilical cord. So I still work with education and professional development throughout the state of Florida. And I am a writer and an author, and I publish visionary poetry. I love it. Tell us a little bit more about your poetry book. Okay, my book is called The Catnip of Life. And catnip, we're all familiar with, is what it does to the cat. It excites the cat or it puts the cat in a state of tranquility. So I call Mother Nature our catnip of life. So my poetry is all about nature. So that when you walk out the door after reading a one of the poems, you you want to find what you just read. It excites you to the point that, oh, I want to see this. So you step outside and actually try to find it and become associated with it. I think that's it and appreciate everything we have in nature. I love it. What does nature mean to you? Nature means refreshment, rejuvenation and energy. That's where I get my energy and my creativity for my writing. If I find myself stagnant and my creativity is just not flowing, or if I feel like I've been sitting at my desk too long, especially on the computer, I get up and I just walk. I may go for a two, three, four, five mile walk. It just depends on the weather and how I feel at the time. And when I come back, I'm ready to go. It just totally energizes and reju rejuvenates my body. I love it. Love the energy as well. Now, tell us a little bit more about the major challenges that you had to overcome, Charlotte. Well, one of my biggest challenges was um, I was in a tragic automobile accident and I lost my mobility to walk. So that was for almost a year. And during that year, it really created in me an immense appreciation for what nature does positively to impact life. If we look at everything that is on our earth, our, the entire planet breathes and we cannot breathe without nature. If we didn't have it, we would not have life. So that year when I was confined so much indoors, that really and truly opened up my eyes to the, the world of nature, even in a different light, because I think a lot of it, even myself, I took for granted. And now I just I don't do that anymore because I've learned to really appreciate everything that we owe to nature and its life itself. That's right. Very powerful. Now, what message do you have for an individual who's facing a challenge today? The challenges today are immense. And I think one of the biggest challenges is the technology. 
And I say that because we end up being in front of a screen more hours during a day than we spend with our family, more hours in a day than we spend getting exercise or just stepping outside a door. The statistics say that 90% of time is spent in front of a screen. And that that usually equates to anywhere from five to eight hours a day. And with children, they spend four to seven minutes out of a day in an outdoor environment. So I think one of our biggest challenges is for us to get up, stand up, step outside, get our kids outside, but take them without their cell phones and without the technology, because you're going to gather more from nature if you interact and commune with nature than walking and just talking on the phone. It's not the same. That's very true. Now, Charlotte, what does leadership mean to you? Leadership, leadership is setting forth a standard and being able to guide people and help people. Because to me, if I increase the value in my own life by being a leader and helping someone else, that increases the value in their life. And that's what leadership is about. And it's leading in the direction where they can not only improve themselves, but they can improve the life of others. That's very true. Now, what is your best advice to the audience for walking with purpose and living a life of happiness? Oh, living the life you love. Be the predominant creator of your life. Set forth your goals. And once you are that predominant creator and you know exactly what you want, then envision it. Have it in your mind and look at it every single day. Talk to yourself about it. Look at yourself in the mirror. Be comfortable with yourself. Tell yourself you love yourself. And everything that you do, do it positively and with a smile on your face. And know that you have that passion. You have that purpose. Our, our Father, our good Lord, I mean, he gave us the mind and the ability to do good. He's all about love and all about doing good. And I think once we do that and carry that forth in our demeanor to others, that's going to impact their life to where they're going to stop one day and say, you know, I need to really examine where I am and what I'm doing right now and be sure to set that purpose and write it down, write it down and read it and look at it every single day to refresh yourself and refresh your mind and know the direction you're going. I love it. Now, you mentioned an individual being comfortable. What message do you have for the folks who may not be comfortable being uncomfortable? Oh, man, that, that is a unique question. You know, we all have our comfort zones and we have our zones where we're not comfortable. And I think sometimes it's a matter of acceptance. And if, if you know that there's a situation or a place where you are uncomfortable, sometimes it's just simply accepting it and you knowing that it is that case. So I'm not going to really say avoid it, 
because sometimes you need to meet it head on to be able to tackle it as a challenge. And then even sometimes take that situation where you're uncomfortable and actually make it better. Practice. I, I can give you an example in my own life. I was very, very uncomfortable with speaking because of my voice. I never liked my voice for some reason. And I would constantly put myself down, telling myself, oh, you got a terrible voice. You can't speak. And then I started working with groups and with other people in speaking more. And when I did, then all of a sudden, the more I talked and the more I got into the conversation, the more comfortable I was because I had avoided it for so long and kept looking at it in myself as a negative aspect. It remained a negative aspect. So once I flipped that coin and found a positive way of looking at it, it made a huge difference. Wow, and you have such a lovely voice. Thank you for sharing your voice with us, with the world. And now you mentioned meeting things head on. How important is it to meet others where they are? You know, sometimes it's very difficult to meet them where they are, but you have to meet them with compassion and not be judgmental because it's very important to understand that we are all unique individuals. And our my ideas may not be your ideas. Your ideas may not be mine. Sometimes we have the same. They're, that's what makes each individual unique. And I think that's that has a lot to do with it. That's very true. Now, do you have any last words for the audience, Sharla? Well, stay positive. Be happy. This is our life. This is our time. And most important, gratitude. I think gratitude should be at the very top of the list. Even on a day when I wake up and I may have pain all over my body, which sometimes I do from the automobile accident. But what I do is I just look up and I say, thank you. Thank you for this day. I have another opportunity to get out of this bed, to do what I can do to help others, because that's what I feel my passion is. And my writing is all about putting at the hands of others to where it would help them and benefit their life. And I believe in getting up in the morning and starting your day early with that positive attitude. If you put your feet on the floor and you say, okay, feet, here we go. We may not know where we're going, but we're going to have a good day. It'll be a good day. You may find some obstacles along the way, but you're going to be able to overcome them because you have that attitude in your mind. Amen. Very powerful. Now, Charlotte, where can the audience find you? Okay. I have a website. It's called catnipoflife.info. And if you will go to that website, you'll be able to read about my writing as to why I write the type of writing that I do, you will actually have the links to go to my books. And my books are on Amazon where you can just click right there and go to the book themselves, order a copy if you like, or contact me if you want an autographed copy. Thank you, Charlotte. I appreciate you. God bless you and be safe. Thank you so much. You are wonderful.